What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle, and yes, today we are doing another 12-team mock draft from the third spot. This time, we're going to be using Yahoo. Again, we're trying to do as many mock drafts as we can this summer using different platforms. If you do play on Yahoo, it's typically, I think it's typically half PPR, so if this is a uh, a, a huge video for you. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe if you guys are new to the channel. We're sitting at the third spot here, so it really doesn't matter to me what we do. We're going to take a running back with this one. I think it's really the only answer. I did put Alvin Kamara on the uh, on the thumbnail here, but with half PPR, that's going to kind of boost Derrick Henry just a little bit for me. Uh, so we'll see, what we do. we'll see what we come up with, uh, especially what's going to dictate our draft is that second and third round, what we do to decide to um, – to you know, to add with our running back at that, that point there. <laughs> um, oh man, we just missed Aiden getting into the mock draft with us. Uh, we're probably going to do um, I don't know. Sleeper mock draft is fun to do. ESPN are fun. I'm going to try to find a couple other formats too. But uh, PPR is typically my main game. Uh, but we're going to go with half PPR today. Let me see if I can pull up my flexes here, and let's just kind of filter here by half PPR. I'm going to see what comes up here. So Christian McCaffrey is by far away the number one running back here for me. I got Kamara as my number two in half PPR, Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook falls a little bit for some reason, which is interesting. Uh, and then Nick Chubb is my fifth running back. But these guys are also close. I have Kamara, Cook, and Henry separated by four points in half PPR here. So it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, – it's a, it's a decision here, but just do, use your preference. I think – uh, the ability to get Alvin Kamara in the top three this year. No Michael Thomas for who knows how long, at least half the season, it sounds like, six to eight weeks in that time frame. I think Kamara is going to be the heavy focal point of that offense. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Kamara is uh, – I, I think he is becoming my number two. Let me check my even, even my full PPR standings. Um, and I'm kind of just waiting to see who the quarterback is going to be. And, yeah, there it is. Kamara is my, my number two running back. Uh, even in full PPR. So if we can get Kamara here, we'll see what the, the board tosses us here. Is there a way to turn off this ad here on the bottom? We're going to turn the sound off. Uh, I want to get rid of this this little ad here on the bottom, but let's try to get Kamara. We'll see what happens. And we just missed Aiden, so that stinks. Uh, and I I, agree, I tend to agree. I think Jameis should be the quarterback, but you're still going to see Taysom Hill mixed in, whether they bring him in on red zone looks. like There's still going to be some plays for Taysom Hill. And uh, it's just a matter of Jameis doesn't turn the ball over. He should be in good shape there as long as he's scoring touchdowns and handing the ball off and dumping it off to Kamara. Uh, but who's going to step up in Michael Thomas's place? I mean, they, they signed Chris Hogan. I don't know if that's going to do it for me. They might be a team that makes a trade uh, or a training camp trade during the, you know, the month of August. We'll see what happens. But anyways, we are up and the draft is rolling. You see Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, you get our man. Alvin Kamara, I'm going to try to stay true to my board as much as I can in this one. We're going to go ahead and just select uh, AK41 here on our team. And I'm just trying to get the – I've done a Yahoo mock draft uh, about a week or so ago, so it shows my team over here. Uh, I'm just looking to see. That's the board there. Is there a way to um, – you guys like seeing the grid? I don't know the draft board positions by grid. I like the draft board. I don't know if this is helpful for you guys, but we'll kind of leave that up and we'll click – uh, back to the players when we go up. Um, but man, I, at this point, if you get one of the top three, four picks, you're likely to take a running back, no, almost no matter what uh, scoring format you play in. And then that second and third round, we need to nail our picks. Um, so yeah, Hogan was playing pro lacrosse. I saw that. Um, 
fun athlete. Hopefully he can make the team. Uh, but yeah, that pecking order over there is Traquan Smith and then probably Marquez Callaway. Uh, those guys, you know, are, are both smaller receivers. They need, I think, someone maybe a little bit bigger. Uh, as far as trades, I don't know who they can acquire. It's probably going to – the guy that makes a lot of sense to me is, like, I could see them needing a guy like Tim Patrick from Denver. Something like that could be a lot of fun. Uh, just a bigger buddy receiver that can kind of just, you know, bully up against the cornerbacks. So just look at all this red here. Uh, the first six picks, running backs, Derrick Henry, JT, Saquon Barkley. There's Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb. Uh, and I'm excited. I mean, the first day of real training camps for all teams was here. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where the pack players are going. You see Aaron Jones go right after Nick Chubb here. Uh, that looks like number 10 overall. Uh, Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams should be the first wide receiver off the board. And uh, it looks like they chose Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs. Um, and yeah, Callaway is nice. Callaway, he, he did have a couple good games. Um, Early in the season, I can't remember what his injury was, but he kind of got lost in the shuffle of things at the back half. But he did have a couple nice games, and he can be like a little PPR, a little water bug wide receiver for us. Uh, but we go an entire first round here in this mock draft, and there's no Devontae Adams. Uh, I think that might be a mistake. Uh, and the way that I have uh, – these are my projections. You can get access to them on the fantasyfellowship.com. Just do the purchase, the draft kit for $15 deal. And uh, I have my projection document here. Devontae Adams is sitting as my third best player on the board if you're just filtering it by flips, which is interesting. He's still not on the, uh, off the board. Calvin Ridley goes ahead of him. Um, they, they got Devontae Adams' ADP suppressed in this one kind of a lot. I don't know if I agree with this. Uh, he's still on the board. This is nuts. Justin Jefferson goes over Devontae Adams. I like all these guys, but I just, I'm just i taking Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I'm taking that duo over all these ones that we're looking at. Tyree Kill, you could probably make an argument, uh, but I still like Stephon Diggs too. And there you see Adams. The guy gets Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams. That would be a dream day scenario. Uh, I'm curious if you guys are, are, are watching or listening. Uh, when do you guys usually do your – when's your big redraft, you know? Know, like your home league, whatever you call it. When do you guys usually do your draft, like the in-person draft? For me, it's always Labor Day weekend. So a lot of what's going on now, the mocks, again, they're just practice. And uh, we'll kind of get things fired up and, and tuned in for Labor Day weekend. But then Najee Harris goes right before we go here. You see the run of receivers so far. Tyreek, Diggs, Ridley, Justin Jefferson, Devontae, and A.J. Brown all off the board. I was hoping to get A.J. Brown. I put him in the thumbnail for a reason. But uh, a ton of red. A ton of blue wide receivers, and we are up to pick. We got 30 seconds here. DK Metcalf probably sticks out as the best half PPR player for me. We could go tight end, uh, but I think uh, I got 19 seconds. Let me see real quick. DK Metcalf's my eighth best player, um, and there's really nobody else close. So I'm going to go ahead and land uh, one DK Metcalf to be my wide receiver one in half PPR leagues. And again, I have DK going off for about 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns. Let's pull up FF today and he can see where DK was at last year. I think the new offensive coordinator is going to help uh, disguise Seattle's intentions a little bit. I think they're going to be a little bit more fun offense to watch this season, a little more unpredictable maybe, just even if it's like 1% or 2% more passing calls played or passing calls uh, called, we should see a little bit more from DK. He, last year he went off for 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns, 83 heads. I'm hoping they expand his route tree just a little bit and we – Begin to see DK become more of a possession receiver. Uh, we know he can do the deep ball. We know he can get open deep. Um, but I just want to see some more underneath stuff. 
So after we take DK, Clyde Edwards, Keenan, Allen, Terry McLaurin, I'll go off the board. So at this point, all the receivers and the running backs have been hit up pretty hard. We could take a guy like Darren Waller here. Let me see where Waller is. He is technically my 19th best player. Uh, let's go ahead and take Darren Waller. I think in a half PPR league, there is some advantage to uh, getting a tight end. And he's third, I guess technically he's the second tight end off the board. And just again, with my flex rankings, I have him as a 19th overall player. Um, scoring more points than guys like Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon. Uh, a guy like uh, Darren Waller is going to benefit in a half PPR league. And I just want to show you, um, just looking at the running backs last season, we should probably start with the tight ends. Just last year, Darren Waller himself in PPR scored 280 points. And for running backs, I know this is not half PPR, but for running backs, only three running backs scored more than Darren Waller in full PPR. So if we go to half PPR, that might be either. Uh, is there a way to search? We can go to Yahoo here too, actually. So um, start with the tight ends again. So Darren Waller last season in half PPR scores 223 points as far as running backs. Only we'll, we'll include J-Rob here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Only seven running backs scored more points than Darren Waller last year. Um, so that's a really good indicator that Darren Waller does hold a lot of value. He can be your third uh, round pick. I, I'm a fan of getting a tight end early. I either want one of the top three guys or I'm, I'm waiting for pits maybe. And then I'm, I'm, otherwise I'm just calling it quits. and I'm going to wait till the very end. Um, so we start with a really well-balanced draft. We got DK, AK41, and then Darren Waller. So, so I'm feeling pretty good here. We're grabbing again the best player on my board. Um, I have rankings and cheat sheets if you guys do get to the 21 draft kit. Um, you're going to be able to click into here, and you're going to see all the goodies that I got. This is the link for the the, the projections document, which we've been looking at already. Uh, you're going to get access to my cheat sheets, too. Something more custom, you can hit me up. Uh, but these are downloadable, so like if you click them, it's going to open up the cheat sheet that you guys can bring to your draft kit and check everything out at the bye weeks on here and uh, defense and kickers, whatever you guys need. Check out the 2021 draft kit. But we are moving here. I'm going to go back uh, to the draft board here. I'm interested in C.D. Lamb, guys. He is a mid-third round pick right now. Michael Gallup just uh, tweaked his ankle yesterday. I'll see if I can find that video a little bit later. But Michael Gallup, like he was going for a pass at the back of the end zone, and he ended up continuing to run and flipped over the media fence and kind of tweaked his ankle. So he might be off his feet for like a, a couple practices. So you got Gallup banged up and you have Amari Cooper who's still not practicing with his ankle injury. So that leaves CeeDee Lamb as the one guy who's like grinding and working with the number one offense right now. I'm all about CeeDee Lamb. I think I might end up pushing him up. I think I already have him above Amari Cooper in my rankings. Let me double check that. Um, I guess since we're doing half PPR, let me go to half PPR. So C.D. Lamb, um, I got C.D. Lamb in half PPR as my wide receiver 12. Cooper is number 15. So I'm a huge fan of C.D. Lamb. I just ordered his jersey today. I got one of the new blue jerseys. So we got a fresh new C.D. jersey coming our way. But anyways, we're moving here into the middle of the fourth round. You see, again, a lot of running backs starting to come off the board. Swift, Carson. DeAndre Swift falling to the fourth round seems like a really good screaming value. I would take him over the Bucks receiver, Edwin and Evans, I'd take him over Cooper. Um, he's probably in that tier around CD Lamb. If, if I had to decide between Swift and Lamb, uh, it'd depend on what I was taking earlier in the draft. But uh, Julio Jones just goes off the board. He's got a weird potential scandal going on out there. It could be in some, some law trouble. 
Uh, we'll monitor that. But we got two quarterbacks off the board, Mahomes and Allen. Uh, my strategy for quarterbacks is I want to get a top five quarterback, but I don't want to pay a top five price. I don't want to be the first guy to take a quarterback off the board. If it if I were to take a quarterback off the board, it's going to be someone that just falls a little bit too late. So we're up to pick here. Again, we have a well-balanced draft, one wide out, one running back, and one uh, tight end. So now we get to kind of do whatever we want. They're saying Gaskin, Lockett, Thielen. Uh, I like Kyle Pitts here. It's a little bit early for that, but the, the, the quarterbacks are looking pretty good here. Um, we already have DK. Do we take Tyler Lockett, Brandon Ayuk, Deontay Johnson? We only have seven seconds to make a pick. I'm going to go ahead here and just take Tyler Lockett. And I know we already have DK Metcalf, but the theory here is I, I, I typically wouldn't do that. I just think in this format, Tyler Lockett does have a lot of value in my half PPR receivers. He is wide receiver 14. Um, so even though I probably wouldn't do the real drafts, uh, I'm going to have fun with this roster, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. If you take some of both those guys' parts, they're probably going to hit 30 to 40 fantasy points for me on a weekly basis. And uh, again, that new exciting offense is just kind of fun uh, to think about. But I want to look at running backs real quick. Etienne, Hunt, Davis, Sermon, they're pumping up a lot of these guys here. Uh, wide receivers, Ayuk, De I like Deontay, I like T. Higgins, Odell Beckham here in the fifth round could be a lot of fun. Uh, but Brandon Ayuk was having a really good practice today. I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk here. Um, there was a tweet that I saw from one of the beat writers. Brandon Ayuk caught five passes with the ones today. Uh, no other player, running back, wide receiver, tight end, caught more than two. So Ayuk has a, a little bit of step uh, in the lead right now for targets, and he's going to be our flex value here for us. Um, so if I, didn't, if I was not going to take... Uh, Tyler Lott. I might have taken Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, ETN is there. Uh, I probably should have just taken a quarterback. I probably should have just taken Lamar Jackson or a quarterback there. So we have Metcalf and Lockett. I don't really care to stack, but man, if we could get, uh, just imagine if we go get Russell Wilson now on this team. Let me see where Russ Wilson is on this list. So we still got some time. If we can get a crazy stack here, Russell Wilson, Lockett, and Metcalf, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, I'd be curious to see how many points those two guys combined for each week last season. Um, but with Metcalf, you're getting a top five wide receiver. And again, the rankings of having a Tyler Lockett, he's my wide receiver 14. He's well ahead of a lot of these guys that I have on my board. I did have Deontay wide receiver 19. Uh, I, I think I might start tweaking some things and making him step out a little bit more than Debo. I have Debo at wide receiver 28. So I'm probably going to push uh, Brandon Ayuk up just a little bit, pump those numbers, maybe switch them. Let's go back to the, the draft board here. So we're cruising to the end of the fifth round. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes off in the fifth round. I really like Kyle Pitts. And the reason why I could have maybe passed on Darren Waller in the third round, it says Kyle Pitts is going to be a pretty dang good player, especially if you get any half PPR players. Let me go back and look where I have Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kittle's the 31, uh, 30, no, he's the third best player. Kyle Pitts is down here quite a bit. Um, so he's down here with Hawkinson as my 85th best player. So maybe it does make sense. Maybe I'm glad I tagged one Darren Waller here. But we're through five rounds. Uh, you got five quarterbacks off the board. This is the kind of the consensus top five: Mahomes, Allen, Dak, Murray, Lamar. If you want one of the quarterbacks, I just like if you just want to say I'm going to be the guy that takes the fifth quarterback off the board, whether that's Dak or Lamar, whatever you want to do. I think that's a really good strategy. I, I think Dak Prescott's got a huge upside in the fifth round like there's so many bust potentials in this fifth 
fifth round here and think Dak, Kyler, or Lamar are going to bust. So the fifth round is kind of when I begin to think about quarterbacks if you want a top-tier one. Uh, but, man, there's some sleeping giants left at QB. You got Russ Wilson, Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. Those will be my next tier guys that I would be really, really interested in snagging. And we're almost up to pick here. You're starting to see some more receivers kind of dabble off the board. Uh, we're oh, we're going to get some running backs. We're gonna. That's kind of the thing I've been looking at, too, is when, when you get a stud run, running back like Kamara McCaffrey, you get a top five running back, you know, you're not going to need, um, you, you only need one other running back. So I'm okay with making like a platoon, maybe three or four guys that I'm going to play matchups with. I'm going to kind of lock in a running back that can at least just be, you know, 10 to 12 PPR or half PPR points in this instance. So we missed on Russ Wilson. So we start looking around here um, for the running backs, like Aiden had mentioned. Uh, there's a couple guys here that make sense. James Robinson at this point in a half PPR league. I wouldn't mind a piece of that. Um, do need a quarterback still. We're going to probably wait on that a little bit. Michael Carter was getting some buzz today. He could be a potential uh, a fun pick here. Um, as far as the – I'm going to go ahead and take James Robinson. Shout out Aiden here. And uh, I just – Robinson's a good back. I know a lot of people are excited about ETN, uh, but I still think if the Jaguars get near the goal line, ETN probably just going to be used, you know, as the passing down back and James Robinson's going to be the, their banger in between the tackles. So we lock in a James Robinson here. And again, my thinking is with my RB2, uh, I don't really care who I'm plugging in there. I'm going to probably draft about three. I want three running backs that I could potentially plug in as my running back too. So like guys like Damien Harris, uh, who just went off the board, dang it. Uh, I'm really into to just having a platoon of running backs that I can plug in there. At quarterback, I'm going to – Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be going off this late. I'll show you guys where I have him in my projections, and he's part of the thumbnail, so he gets the nod here as our quarterback. So our starting lineup is set. Let me just show where I got Rod at the QB spot. He's my QB four. I think they're clear top seven this year, and Tom Brady and Herbert are really close, but there's kind of a slight drop-off from these guys. Uh, but I have – between between Mahomes and Russell Wilson, quarterbacks one through seven, it's a difference of 23 fantasy points for me, which is less than one point per game. So the idea is, for me, I want one of these quarterbacks. I'm going to take whoever is the cheapest. I want to get quarterback five, six, or seven off the board. I really don't care who it is. Uh, that's just been the strategy I've been doing the last few years. It's worked really well for me, and uh, the potential to get a top five quarterback is pretty, pretty solid. And, uh, yeah, Minshew <laughs> – yeah, I did see that. Minshew got the reps with the ones today. That's probably just a precautionary thing. They're going to keep uh, – it sounds like they're going to rotate reps with the ones each day, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but anyways, our starting lineup right now, it, it looks like Aaron Rodgers as our QB1. We have wide receivers DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Alan Kamara, James Robinson as our two running backs. We got Darren Waller locked in the number two, maybe the number one tight end. And we got Brandon Ayuk as a flex. So from this point on, I'm throwing haymakers at running back and wide receiver to see uh, just how many useful players that we can get. And I want to just pull up because this is interesting. I've never done a mock draft where I landed um, both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So I'm just curious, in a half PPR league, uh, DK Metcalf had, I guess in the regular season, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games with double-digit fantasy points. And then Tyler Lockett here, uh, let's see, I guess week 17, I'm not going to count it, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So Lockett had only five games of double-digit points, maybe. 
Um, that kind of gets evened out this year again with the new offense and uh, some help there at the tight end position. But man, this is a, a fun, high, high powered offense here. And Minshew means good for running backs. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited about the Jacksonville offense. I just don't know how it's going to work out. I still think James Robinson's going to be the leading guy with all as far as getting carries. And I would expect ETN gets more work as a receiver, but uh, this is cool. Like, even if James Robinson doesn't work out for us, we built in some upside here as our running back too. Again, he was RB7 last year. If we're purely looking at drafting a running back here, we're actually going to filter it to flex. Um, but we could get Aiden as a backup running back. We could get uh, my guy is James Conner. You guys know me. I really, really, really like James Conner this year. So he's going to be my next pick. Um, our turn is next here. It says, uh, I. I like Mostert, I like Melvin Gordon, I like David Johnson, but they're all kind of older, run, unexciting running backs. Debo Samuel, we already got Ayuk. Uh, Tyler Boyd, interesting. Curtis Samuel's on the pup list. Jerry Judy could be kind of fun. Uh, but for me, I'm taking, I'm just going to get my James Conner. Uh, I love James Conner. I think he's my RB25. Um, if you've watched my videos, you guys know how much uh, I'm excited about Conner. And no, I'm, uh, DJ Chark is kind of off my board. Uh, I'm with Aiden on this one. I want LaVisca. LaVisca, or if you if you miss on Visca or DJ Chark, Marvin Jones might be a sleeper. But I think uh, it's it, you should probably try to think about coming with at least one Jaguar in this offense. I think it can be a fruitful offense. You don't expect them to win a lot of games, but we expect them to learn a lot and grow as a young team. So here we are. We are rolling through. It looks like the is this the ninth round right now. Our our running back group is starting to take form here. We got AK41, James Robinson, and James Connor. And again, Connor in my flex rankings here. Let me just pull up my half PPR numbers for running backs. I have James Connor as my RB25. I have him getting almost 900 yards on the ground, nine touchdowns running, and a little bit of work as a receiver. I think he's going to really inherit Kenyon Drake's role and perform pretty well with that role. I just, I'm not saying that Chase Edmonds is built for a full workload. I like Chase Edmonds, but he's more of a full PPR guy uh, in my perspective here. We could take another running back here. Let me see if there's anybody that sticks out. A.J. Dillon, kind of a handcuff here. Uh, nobody really sticks out to me. A.J. Dillon could be nice. He's a guy that could just sit on our bench, and if they do decide to go more run heavy, that could work out as far as wide receivers real quick. I got to snag Antonio Brown. So we're going to snag A.B. here. We didn't get any Tampa Bay players. That's one of the offenses that I think you need to make sure you grab a player of. Um, Antonio Brown down the stretch last year. Uh, let me guys show you. Let me show you what we were up to. He, he was kind of Tom Brady's favorite receiver down the stretch, and because of Antonio Brown, it makes me a little bit gun shy on drafting Godwin and Evans in the fourth round, um, just because I can get an Antonio Brown here deep in the ninth round, and I don't really have to pay a cost for him. I'm getting potentially a number one receiver for him. Uh, not a number one receiver, but kind of like a 1C. He's a 1C in this offense. Um, so if I filter here by Yahoo, let's see. Down the stretch, when Antonio Brown kind of got settled in here, weeks 14, 15, 16, the, your, your fantasy playoffs, um, you're going to see a 7.4, a 17.8, 11.5 uh, in the fantasy playoffs. And then week 17, he just goes nuts, 31.3 fantasy points. Uh, but really strong end to his season. I think people are kind of underrating what he can do. So he's going to be our fourth receiver for us. And uh, again, he can be a guy that we trust, maybe even more than Tyler Lockett on a weekly basis. We'll see what happens. Uh, but this is going fun so far. And the thing I want to stretch, if you guys are still watching, it's it, to me it's all about uh, 
getting your flexes. You want to load up as many good players on your bench as possible. It's a war of attrition, fantasy football is. You want to make sure you have all the answers uh, on your team during the draft day. And then you you got to make sure you 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 add free agents. You, you want to continue to trim your roster and make sure your team is sent top to bottom. But um, just looking at everything right now, I think we're, we're looking like a pretty deep team so far. So we're going to go back and filter by all players. I don't think we need another quarterback, so I'm going to actually filter by flex. Um, and at this point, like, I really don't care what position we get. We got Darren Waller. We could take a backup tight end. Movement. We're allowed to put one in the flex if we really choose so, but I don't really see anybody here sticking out to me. We have not gotten a Dallas Cowboy yet, so my guy uh, Michael Gallup is sticking out here. Uh, really interesting move. When do you draft Michael Thomas? Should we throw Michael Thomas on this bench? I mean, if we can hold the fort, like if, if we can go like four and two to start the season, then you get Michael Thomas back. Like, holy crap, now we're talking. Um, when, when Michael Thomas first got injured, people were still taking him in the seventh, eighth round. But at this point, uh, Michael Thomas becomes an interesting value. I really like LaVisca Chenault here too. Uh, Michael Gallup, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Thomas. Those are kind of the values here. I, taking backup running backs is fine. Um, I guess you could argue we have backup running back James Conner, James Robinson, but I kind of view those guys as the bangers in their office. Um, Zach Moss, kind of the same thing. He's kind of the, the banger off of his offense. Not too many bell cow. I mean, we're in the, the 10th round here. You're not going to find a bell cow running back. So we're loading up on wide receiver here. We only need to start two running backs. So we're, we're going to continue to, to search for those guys. Let me see if I can find some sleepers here. I mean, Kenyon Drake is interesting. He's going to catch a lot of passes. Um, Tony Pollard could be a little backup, uh, you know, security blanket for you. And he happens to Zeke, Jamal Williams, Devin Singletary. Like there's really nothing left here on the running back board that intrigues me. So I'm just going to continue to make my team better. Um, we're going to go to the wide receivers. I, I think the cream in the crops at wide out right now. And I don't mind going into my draft knowing I have a weakness in, my, in one of my lineups. I have Alvin Kamara. Technically, I'm only weak at running back two right now. We have James Robinson or James Conner to plug that in. If if those guys aren't cutting it for me, uh, we, we got free agency. You got trades. Um, drafting a bunch of depth at the wide receiver position right now is going to allow me to, okay, Tyler Lockett, man. Who wants Tyler Lockett in the trade? I'll trade you for an RB2. Um, so – that's a common mistake I see with a lot of people drafting is they draft to fill needs. I don't, I don't have needs. I need to continue drafting good players. Um, that's my most important lesson, I think. And then, I don't know, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Thomas here. I have a feeling we're not going to get Michael Thomas if we wait any longer. And, man, our, our team is just going to be stacked with wide receivers here. But we have the room. Uh, and what's cool, too, is if your league has an spot, you're going to be able to put Michael Thomas on the IR. I love the idea of LaVisca Chenault here, so this is tough. Um, so this is this is the point here. We're in the middle of the 11th round. I'm going to take LaVisca Chenault. I think he's – I like him better as a player and as a person. Uh, but Michael Thomas, man, this is the zone here where you could kind of build a light, heavy – a light wide receiver start here, and then you can start grabbing these wide receivers at the end like Michael Thomas that could put you over the top. So we have two more bench spots to fill. We should probably look towards running back. As far as tight end, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, at this point, is anyone going to change our season here? Jusicki, Herb Smith, Troutman, Hooper, Janu. Uh, I'm interested in Ferkser. I like Herb Smith, too. So we can maybe snag another tight end yet as a backup. And then for running backs, like, just what? Do, who's going to change our season here? 
you know, without clarity or some injury happening, I really don't know. Um, so to me, I'm, I'm not afraid to go into my draft again or come out of my draft knowing I have weakness. I need to improve at running back. But look at my bench. You know, we got James Conner, Antonio Brown, Gallup, LaVisca, Chenault. These are players that people are going to want at some point. If someone's, you know, on the, the inverse side of me and they got four or five running backs that they like, maybe I can go shopping and, and work some trades. Um, pretty much that's there, – there's three to four things that you need to do in fantasy football to win a championship. I mean, you need to draft well. But you also need to be smart with the waiver wire and free agents and you need to, to try to you know make some trades. A trader to a season could be the thing that puts your team over the top. Um, so don't be afraid to have a small weakness at one position. Flexing, I guess, kickers and defense, I don't really care what we do. Um, most of the leagues that I play in, I don't play it. We'll wait for those guys to be the last two picks. If you want to take a defense a little bit earlier, I, I, I really think Washington football team defense is going to be a fun one this season. Again, I just – maybe we take a Devin Singletary. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, it just kind of feels like we're just, we're reaching here to get a player. Whereas like, if we really, really wanted to, we should probably just filter by flex and just lock up. Michael Thomas is, if he's going to last this long, I'm going to probably take Michael Thomas and then say, we'll figure out running back later, or running back too. We got James Robinson. Uh, and then one thing I want to show you guys too is, a, a reason for optimism with James Robinson. I'm trying to pull up the Jaguars schedule here. Let's look at their first three, four games of this season. Um, let's see here. The Jaguars. So they're going to get the Texans, worst team in the league. They're going to get the Broncos. The Broncos got a good defense. Then they get the Cardinals. That doesn't really scare me for defense. They get the Bengals. Don't scare me for defense. And they get the Titans. Uh, James Robinson could be a useful running back, too, to start the year. I actually think Jacksonville could maybe win three or two of those games. So, uh, don't be afraid of looking at schedules and seeing who's kind of you know gotten an easier start. Uh, let me see here. Rookie draft, Dynasty, Rashad Bateman or Michael Carter. Um, if this is full PPR, I'm going to go Michael Carter. I think that's a, that's a really good question. Thanks for hanging out with us, Matt. Um, just not knowing what your roster construction is or what, like who you already have for running back or wide receiver. I really, really like Rashad Bateman. It just makes me nervous because the uh, Lamar Jackson really doesn't have a lot of wide receivers and tight ends that he can lift into fantasy relevancy. He's really only been able to hold two guys, Marcus Brown and Andrews. If you think one of those guys is going to go, away i think you could see something in rashad bateman i really really like the player uh but for me carter uh just a little tick ahead of him there's some excitement with the new york jets offense we don't know what wilson's gonna do but uh it sounds like michael carter got the reps with the ones right away today you know he's a really good passer. so if it's full ppr uh i think i'm gonna lean michael carter and it's typically because rookie running backs uh tend to get more work right away i think he could be more useful for you this year than rashad bateman and again, the Ravens, you know, the pecking order for touches, Lamar is going to be the most useful guy. J.K. Dobbins is probably the next guy. Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews. They really don't have much room, you know, left for fantasy success after that, unless you're going to remove something from Marquise or Mark Andrews. And at that point, it's it's going to be kind of muted. I do think Bateman could be the number one there of the future, but uh, that's a little, a little bit of, you know, a question. You know, we really don't know. So I'm going to say... Uh, give me Michael Carter in this instance. Thank you for the question. So uh, we got two more flex spots to pick here. Michael Thomas was off the board already. Let me see. Irv Smith, I, I, I like a good backup tight end. Irv Smith is a fun one. 
Uh, Mike Williams is pretty cheap here. We are up to draft. Um, I could I could just look at running back real quick. Philip Lindsay. Um, I'm gonna take a flyer on Philip Lindsay. I think he's a really good running back still. I know the Houston Texans are not a fun offense. But David Johnson's another year older. They, they have Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead. They're kind of dealing with some older running backs here. Uh, Philip Lindsay, who knows? You know, he could have a good season. And again, uh, the mindset I'm drafting with right now is my real draft is not happening until Labor Day. Um, so I'm just kind of open to ideas. And again, this is experimental. So uh, if you guys like the ideas I'm laying down, don't be afraid to leave a thumbs up. Leave me a comment. Uh, what's my What's been my best pick so far? I'm still questioning my own Tyler Locke pick. Here, so I'm not perfect, but um, I'm having fun with it. And quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, Bake Mayfield. We're gonna take Justin Fields here just for funs, just for funsy. And our bench is set. You know, like we got some really good players here to pull up off the bench. I don't know about Phil Lindsay. We'll see. We'll make a decision based on training camp and whatnot. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Let me kind of go back to the draft results here. I mean, you're seeing you know auto drafted kickers and defenses and stuff in here. I don't ever want to take a kicker defense that high. That's just me. I'd rather have more flex depth. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of regret regret doing it. But what sucks is um, when you look at the end of the season, he's going to be up there in the rankings, right? Um, like in full PPR, he's my wide receiver twelve in half PPR though. He's my wide receiver fourteen. So if if we're just drafting him based on the end of season stats, it could look nice. Uh, but I totally agree. It's probably going to be a little bit frustrating, like just super frustrating uh, owning Tyler Lockett. I'm open to it. Last season, what did he do? I think if I'm playing in, um, I'm playing full PPR, that makes Tyler Lockett more interesting to me. I mean, he's coming off of a career season. He averaged 16.6 fantasy points per game, but it's, Hard to see the success here. Uh, week 17, it didn't count for fantasy, but he goes off for 12 catches, 9 yards, and 2 touchdowns. He's got a floor of about 5 to 8 points, which had happened 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So he had 7 dud games last season out of – he played full 16. So 9 games out of 7, he was a, a wide receiver 3 at least. He had 1, 2, 3, 4 games over 20 points. So – if you're interested, I think Tyler Lockett's a better PPR pick than he is a half PPR. But I don't know. We still got two more rounds to go here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the depth of this team looks pretty good. I'm going to hide the My Q button. Um, how do I? There we go. Now we can kind of see the full team here. Um, so we started with uh, what additions? Um, yes, Ferkser. I love Anthony Ferkser. Um, just think about that Titans offense, man. Someone just put them right here, but uh, the 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 allure beating on tight end is very exciting to me. I can come away with a group of Herb Smith, Evan Ingram, and Anthony Ferkser. Basically, any of these tight ends here after the tenth round, you can make a you can get a trio going here and just kind of play matchups and see what happens the first week or two. It seems every year there's going to be one or two tight ends that crack the top ten. Last year there's two of them that cracked the top five that just kind of come out of nowhere. Um, so waiting on tight end, I really like Anthony Ferkser. You just think about defending the Tennessee Titans. I mean, you got AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry. Anthony Ferkser is going to be left untouched a lot of times. Um, 
Wow, non-football injury list. What's up with that? Is that COVID related? I hope it's not COVID related. Uh, I'm interested if, if Yahoo allows me to not pick kickers and defenses, I don't want to pick a kicker and defenses. If you guys still play with kicker and defenses, that's fine. I can look at them real quick. Um, the Washington kicker could be kind of fun. Arizona kicker, I like Matt Prater. Um, who uh, do I care? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and here and just click the Arizona guy. He's older. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and then for defense, I'm hesitant about New Orleans. I don't like the New Orleans offense. Um, I I do not. I don't know. New Orleans is weird to me. I still don't know how to read this team. They don't even know who their quarterback is yet. Can we really trust them? Besides Alvin Kamara, the only guy that I think we can trust on the Saints. Um, as far as defenses that are available here. It, it's kind of, I mean, at this point, you're going to just be winging out a defense here. All of my leagues except one do not use defenses anymore. Uh, and if I do play defense leagues, I'm, I'm usually trying to grab two. I mean, at this point, give me the Chargers. Um, this should be a fun team to watch this year. So that's going to do it for this year's uh, draft here. I'll go back to my, my board here for Justin. We got Aaron Rodgers in the seventh round. And I, I really like Ayuk. I think he, where you can get Ayuk right now, he's he's higher in certain platforms. Like I think on Yahoo, he's a little bit higher than he is on ESPN. Uh, but Brandon Ayuk, I got him as my wide receiver three in round five. I think he's got top 25 upside. He can be a guy that's going to be consistent in PPR and half PPR leagues. And I just think, man, he could be, he could be one of those second year breakouts that nobody really sees coming. Uh, but the more training camp plays that he makes, we're going to hear how uh, how good the buzz over there. So I like Ayuk. Uh, again, we're weak at running back, but I'm fine having a weak spot here. There's going to be uh, trades to be had. We've got a lot of players here. Um, and the thing with, with, with James Robinson, I don't know if you missed it, but I went over the Jaguars schedule to start the season. And just here's what I'm thinking. If uh, – if ETN is the guy, he's the guy, but he's, he's probably not going to have more carries than James Robinson to start the year. And just looking at the Jaguars' schedule here, week one, Texans. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to start James Robinson against the Texans. Uh, I think uh, the Broncos, that game could be 50-50. They're going to run the ball a lot, though. I think they're going to try to run the ball as much as they can with Robinson and ETN and limit the mistakes uh, that Lawrence Kutter may not make. The Cardinals, that could be an interesting game. The, the Bengals, the Titans, though, these, these first five games are pretty soft defenses besides the Broncos. Let's see what the Cardinals do. Uh, but I kind of like the start for James Robinson, and that's kind of the only thing I'm thinking about there. Um, and, yes, Alvin Kamara, especially after the Mike Thomas news, I'll show you here. I think this is this half PPR filtered. Yeah, we're filtered by half PPR right here. I have Kamara as my number two in full PPR. We have Kamara as my number two. So he's my number two pick. Uh uh, super excited about Kamara. He's like the only guy I think you can trust on the New Orleans Saints. But I don't know. That's going to do it for today's video. Hope you guys liked it. I think tomorrow night I might go live. We'll do a training camp news. Uh, I'm out of town this weekend, so Thursday will be the last video of the week. I might do another one Sunday. So we'll come back with another mock draft for you guys on Sunday. But uh, I don't know. Enjoy your Wednesday evening. Enjoy the NBA draft tomorrow. And uh, I don't know. Take it easy. Have a good night. Peace.